All right, still live in the arena. Lauren Gunn joining us for a post-game. Dallas Mavericks get their second win. Undefeated season. Still in play. We'll talk about that. Kristaps Porzingis and Luka, the connection. The connection is real. And then, of course, we got to talk about our boy. Eugene Omarui had a night to remember. We'll talk about that coming up on today's Lock on Maps. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked on Mavericks Podcast. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator for Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, reoccurring guest, friend of the show, Lauren Gunn, live in the arena at the AAC. What you got for me, Lauren? Oh, it's good to be back. It's good to be chatting with you. I uh, I am still in the re- the arena. I feel like I need to be making my way out. I feel like I've overstayed, overstayed my welcome by a good <laughs> bit. But uh, but no, it's it's great to be here. It's great to be undefeated in the preseason. Uh, the oh, vibes are are immaculate, as they say. Oh, so man. yes. I've been waiting to use this, and I think it's time. I mean, great vibes, man. Just great vibes. Like, great vibes, great vibes. Yeah, great vibes. No, sensational vibes. And, like, the vibes are immaculate. That is one clip of Jalen Brunson on JJ Reddick's podcast. I didn't cut that or anything. That's just him straight through. Just talking. <laughs> uh, all right, we got to talk about the Mavericks did beat the LA Clippers in the preseason. Finally, they can get a win against these Clippers. I mean... <laughs> 122 to 114, but there's some big things to get into. There's some encouraging things from Kristaps Porzingis, the Luka connection, and Eugene Amarui. So let's start with the Luka and KP thing. Mm-hmm. So you saw the other day, Jason Kidd said, oh, any rift between Luka and KP is fake news. Mm-hmm. And now we're just, all right, let's just, just show us something on the court. Before the game, we did a preview show for Friday and said, one thing I really wanted to see was a couple plays of just some chemistry between Luka and KP. And I think we got some of those plays. There was the one play, I think in the first or second quarter, where Luka and KP were both on the left side, and they were going, and Luka was driving to the rim, and then KP noticed that Luka was drawing a defender. KP then, you know, shifted back out and kind of backpedaled back to the three-point line. Luka was able to draw the defender, kicked back out to KP. He had a three. They connected on an alley-oop. What did you see, you know, being real close to them? What did you mm-hmm. see the connection between Luka and, and, and KP tonight? Yeah, I mean, obviously those plays were were really great to see, but what what I was following and and so fascinated by was how they're always looking at each other and they're it seems like Luca knows where KP is at at all times, which let's be real, he knows where everyone is at all times in the yeah, back of his right? head. Yeah. But I just I was very encouraged by the chemistry that you're starting to see from them and just the feel that they have for each other out on the floor. Uh, it just seemed like tonight was one of those games where you could really see what it's like when they do play off of each other and just kind of are on the same wavelength. And I do think that coach kid playing them and essentially having their minutes mirror each other is a big part of that and will continue to be. So uh, I liked seeing them continue to, to look at each other, high five the finger points as they're walking or running back, <laughs> getting back on defense. It's, it's a lot of it. There are a lot of encouraging signs with these two. So I'm, I'm excited to continue to watch that for sure. Yeah. You mentioned kid mirroring their minutes and KP played a little bit without Luca in this mm-hmm. game. And then I guess right. Luca a little bit without KP, but he is really trying to do that. And so now two game, two preseason, season games into it we know he is Jason Kidd is trying to get those two guys to play a lot of minutes together in the preseason and so we'll see maybe he continues that and he continues to have 
uh, you know, Luca and KP play a lot together during the season. It doesn't stagger their minutes very often. So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting to, to see what he decides to do, but definitely we know for now, he's trying to get those two together. Uh, KP 15 points, five boards, four assists, two blocks or two steals, three blocks in just under 20 minutes. Luca, 14 points, eight boards, nine assists. Just some like great production from those mm-hmm. two guys in only, you know, one half of play. But Chris Porzingis is the one that stands out. After the game, Tim McMahon asked him an interesting question. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, how do you how are you feeling now, basically, compared to how you were feeling during the playoffs? And he said, In the playoffs, I was getting closer to a hundred percent. And I was starting to get my feel my movement and stuff come back, which was a comment that sounded a lot like Dirk to me. Like Dirk, Dirk I don't know why. The way he says move reminds mm-hmm. me of Dirk. Yeah. And then he said, but in the regular season, I was definitely not all there, basically, and not mm-hmm. and not close to 100%. Uh, how did you see him look on the, on the court tonight? Because he was moving two steals, three blocks. Like he, he was getting to uh, some shots at the rim. Yeah, I really liked what I saw from him tonight. And, and I guess let me start by – or let me say that even though we've played the Jazz and the Clippers who are both not at full strength and it is preseason and they are the front courts that they're throwing out there. Here we go with the caveats. Here we go with the caveats. Even though that they're a little undersized, <laughs> like KP has the paint presence. He has the rim protection going. And so having that engagement uh, and just being on the same page with Luca, I think it's all just kind of coming full circle. And so I've been really intrigued. I sent out a tweet during the game that there were a couple of times he got switched on to guards and wings. And while that's not an ideal matchup, there were there were multiple times where he got switched on to Terrence Mann and they did not have Terrence Mann. They did not call for that mismatch and have Terrence attack the, the rim. Uh, and, and so, yeah, there were a couple of times when somebody would cross over and, and score over KP, but he was doing a good job staying in front of them and, and getting that hand up to contest. So I really like his movement, like you mentioned, uh, and just his overall confidence on both ends of the floor. Yeah, I, I thought he just he looks like he's just moving better. He's able to get to stuff faster. And when you're playing defense in the NBA, it comes down to just like minuscule things, split second decisions. You have to just decide which direction to go. And if your athleticism or what you think your athleticism is as a player is even a little off, it just throws you so off. And that's what it felt like KP was like last year because we were like, man, we know he can defend better than that. His first year with the Mavericks, he defended better, but all last year it seemed to be off. Now I'm going to, I'm taking the drink because everyone, everyone said it, even KP. First healthy offseason coming in, he actually he went, he went in depth with Callie Kaplan after the game. I'm sure she'll do an article about it for, for uh, Dallas Morning News about exactly what he was able to do instead of rehabbing, right? He was able to get his strength up. He was able to work on some certain things, and all that has just been, been helping his game, which is awesome, <laughs> which, which you love to see. There are signs of KP. The other quote I found really interesting after the game uh, Jason Kidd about Chris Alcorzingis when asked, you know, oh, what did K- what did you think about KP tonight? If he's not hurt, we believe he's an all star, and we'll take that. Do you buy that quote? Um, it's so hard because there are sometimes there are just quotes that go out there, and you're like, okay, well, coaches just say stuff sometimes, yeah, and I'm like, all right, let, it's let's like what just... do you expect him to say, right? And so, but nobody comes out. He they didn't ask him like, is he an all star? Yeah. But he came out and he, said, we believe he's that. an all-star, right? Yeah. It wasn't prompted. Yeah, so it's it's hard where it's kind of like, okay, well, how much is like, 
I guess the thing that the main thing that I'll take away from it is I I like the confidence and I think that KP yeah. will will like the confidence in him uh, as opposed to being like okay we have this number two next to Luca that's great like no we do see you as an individual and as an all star and that's huge for this team and so I don't really think of it of like oh is that gonna happen what are the like what are the odds am I buying or am I selling but like <laughs> do I what do I think about that and how do I think it will translate to the long term chemistry of this group and so yeah I do think that I I, I, mean, I I don't hate it you know you never you never hate to see a coach <laughs> give confidence uh to their players yeah true all right coming up I want to I want to see uh what we think about KP and Luca kind of going forward and we have to talk about Eugene Omarui we've got our first mm-hmm. look at Frank Nilakina so we'll talk about that coming up all right Lauren let's get into some more about this game again the Mavericks win in the preseason it's a preseason win, but we're feeling good. Okay, question I have to ask. You've you've been in the arena both games. I was there for the first one. Are you buying the chemistry on this team? Because it seems like this team is way more connected than they were last year. The, the getting up on the bench, Luca, you know, laughing and joking about Boban's shot. They were all getting up every time Omar Rui hit a shot in this game tonight. And you were saying that KP and Luca are always looking at each other. We mm-hmm. got some somebody posted a video on Twitter of Luca and KP on the bench laughing about something, and you're like, "Oh man!" All of a sudden, all this is all this is coming together. Is this just? Am I buying too much into the chemistry and this team kind of like loving being together? No, I don't. I don't think you're buying too much into it. I don't think anybody is. I think it's these are the things that you want to see, and it's like, okay, maybe they're encouraging to see as the season goes on. But like we're seeing them right now in preseason with a lot of new guys in the locker room, not just the guys that we got uh, in free agency or Moses Brown via trade, but like the two-way guys. Uh, and so I, yeah. there's a lot of new faces and a lot of new personalities in this locker room. And so to see them kind of have this chemistry that they've already started to create is really encouraging. And I am buying into it. Um, something that I will continue to say is that when it comes to team chemistry and not just for the Mavericks, but for any NBA team, I have no reason to think that it's bad or in like a state of turmoil until you can see it. And so I know you're not always going to see everything, but these guys spend so much time together. So you have to assume that like they're, they're adults, like they're going to get along until, and if they're not getting along, you can see it. You can see it all day long and you can see it on other teams. Um, and you can just see it. And so as of right now, yeah, I'm totally buying it. Yeah. When we could see when it wasn't in the playoffs mm-hmm. and when it mm-hmm. wasn't at the end of the season last year, like there were signs and stuff that we would point out. Isaac and I would do the daily, like, well, here's the little like <laughs> microaggression that we've, <laughs> we've seen in this game between Luca and KP, right? It just seemed like mm-hmm. we were on microaggression watch between oh. uh, at the end of the season, but now it, it seems different. And a comment that Tim Hardaway Jr. made during the off season when he had his introductory press conference after his contract extension or after his, he resigned he said i wanted to, i, I want to be part of this this is home for me i want to be part of this i didn't want to miss out right and it mm-hmm. just felt like he was saying this is a good group of guys here we can get this done and i really want to be part of this uh and make this feel home and i thought that, that was a really good quote and it seems like from top to bottom this roster seems to be all connected and seems to be uh i don't know they like each other, which is good. And there's there's not really a bad guy in the bunch. Yeah, I think what's so interesting about that Tim Hardaway Jr. quote is just given the context of him and his relationships. Like, he chose to come back here. He said True. he wanted to be a part of something special. And it's no secret that he's probably the closest, or he is the closest guy to Kristaps Porzingis. So why would you come back if you 
know that maybe there is like this situation is is fragile or maybe you know what I mean like I do think that there's something to that and so uh I do feel like this team is they know what direction they want to move in and they're all committed to putting 110% into moving in that direction and so I do feel really good about where this team is at from a chemistry standpoint after Luca and KP looking the way that they did, the big story of the night was Eugene Almarui, 19 points, 8 of 14 for the field, hit a three, five rebounds, two assists, two steals. Eugene Almarui is like oh, this undrafted rookie all of a sudden coming in and looking like uh, he could just gain a roster spot. Like, yeah, we were, I was thinking, okay, two way guy, maybe Tyrell Terry should be worried about his spot. Maybe like tr- this is a, Trey Burke should be worried about his spot on the team. I don't, Josh Green may be worried about his spot on the team right now with the way Eugenio Marui is playing. What do we take from this game that he had tonight? Yeah, I and it's not just because like sometimes you see games where it's like, oh, that guy got hot, but like you can't read too much into it. But it wasn't that at all. He was doing the right things. He was putting like he was making the effort plays. He was going after offensive rebounds that he really didn't have to. Again, it's preseason. You don't have to do those things, but when you're doing them, <laughs> coaches true. notice. And so, um, yeah, I just I really. I continue to be impressed by his effort, how he carries himself out there and how he's his willingness to to not just do like everything, but to do like the dirty work. Like he dives on the ground. He gets back on defense. I just love everything that I see from him. And I think he has the confidence, his shooting, his uh, shot mechanics are, are pretty solid. And so I think over time, he'll continue to improve in terms of shot selection, consistency in the regular season, because there will be some nerves uh, when he gets his opportunity out in the regular season, if he, if he does, assuming he does. Um, and so, yeah, it's, but I, th- I think people should be excited about what they're seeing so far, even though it is preseason and, and given everything that everyone has to say about preseason games, only being you only being able to take away so much from preseason games. For sure. Right. And and he hit, he took three jumpers, right? And one of them, yeah. two of them were threes. One of them was long two. He hit one, one three. The rest of it was all at the basket. It was all finishing up yeah. stuff. It was cleaning up, you know, loose balls that he just grabbed and was like, I'm just going to put this up or offensive rebounds and stuff like that. So it's, it's not like that we saw a ton of skill in the game, but we saw a lot of know-how. It seems like he just yeah. is in the right place in the right time. And sometimes that's just what you need as a player. Yep. To, to have the basketball instincts to be in the right place, the right time to be able to do the right stuff. And uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was an awesome game from him. It was so it was. fun to watch. The bench was all up and excited about him. Uh, every time he hit a shot, we, they really focused on Valley sports. They really focused in on Luca during one of them. And he was just like the most excited out of everybody. It was so cool to <laughs> see uh, that Luca has just become that leader, but yeah, what do we think Eugene Omarui is? Like, he's a two-way guy for the Mavericks now. The, he can mm-hmm. play basically as much as he wants, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, or as much as you know the, the Mavericks want to play him. Jason Kidd wants to play him. Mm-hmm. But we've seen him play a lot, and we haven't seen Ja'Cory McLaughlin play as lot a lot. So it makes me wonder if they really, really like Omarui and they're trying to like try him out for something. They played him with Luka and KP a little bit too, which was kind of interesting in this game. Yeah, I think with what he brings, like his skill set mixed with his – physical attributes we just don't have that like i like jacory's game he's another guy that has really solid uh shot mechanics uh but we don't really need more guards what we need are the eugene omaruri types 
And so like that's the direction the NBA is moving. We have a guy like that in Dorian Finney-Smith, but you can never have too many of those guys. And so the fact that he gets out there, he's got a very NBA-ready body. Like He doesn't need to put on weight or lose weight or he doesn't need to do this. And then he'll be that player. Like He's in a very good position to come in and have an impact, especially when right now, He's showing that, hey, I'm fighting for this roster spot. I'm fighting for the role in the minutes. Uh, and yeah, I think he, I think he's he's earned them and will continue to earn uh, the opportunity to give yourself even more opportunity, if that makes sense. <laughs> Basically what it is in the NBA yeah, if you're an undrafted it, player, right? Like It is, yeah. Okay, so I, we have to be up front with Omarui. He's yes. going to be 25 in February, right? So I think sometimes we see these young players and we're like, oh man, this guy has so much in front mm-hmm. of him, but he's... He's older, right? So it's not yes. like he can. I don't. I'm not sure he's going to add too much more to his game. Uh, but he shot three well in, in college. He showed some good basketball instincts in this game. Maybe the Mavericks get a couple of years out, out of him and say that uh, he could fill that that sort of role. Should, but for this season, let's just focus on this one. Uh-huh. I mentioned it earlier. Should Josh Green be worried about his minutes? I don't know. There's somebody screaming in the arena. Yeah, I am so sorry. Um, I was hoping you couldn't hear it. Um. <laughs> You know, I don't know. Or like, yeah, I guess, yeah. He probably should be. He should. Always, I think he only, really should. Yeah, I don't. I hate. I'm because I'm he, rooting for him so hard, and it's but it's hard because these are the moments where you have to make the most of your opportunity. And he does go out there and he does play with a lot of effort, but um, there are does. moments where he he looks a little like too raw. Whereas Eugene just seems to have a knack for where the ball is going to be and be in the right place at the right time. And so he is. Uh, just making more of his opportunity, if you will. And so I just, yeah, as of right now, I would say that, yeah, maybe Josh does need to be a little bit worried, even though they are t- completely different players in terms of the role that they yeah, will play. They are, yeah. Kind of going back to that idea that we do have Dorian Finney-Smith, but you don't, we don't have many of those types. We do have a lot of depth now at the kind of guard wing position where Josh would, would get his minutes. So yeah, I'd say he does need to be a little bit worried, which pains because me we're, say. Because we're two preseason games in, we haven't seen Dorian in one game and... B- Reggie Bullock in another and Reggie Bullock barely played in game Great point. one too. So there's, there's another, there's another wing that's going to be added to this rotation with Sterling Brown, with Tim Hardaway jr. It, like Josh green is going to be getting the, the, the last, like the end of those rotation minutes, I think. And so yeah. now they're just fighting for who, get, who gets that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Omar and Josh green can play together, right? All those wings yeah. can basically play together. But it's just they've they got a, a couple of them now, which is great. Mm-hmm. That's what the Mavericks want. You want that competition. And right. I also want to be fair to Josh Green. It's not like he did nothing in this game. Right. He had a couple of good assists. He had one awful pass, though. <laughs> it was like that was he, nuts. He tried to throw the length of the court and just completely missed on the other end. Uh, but he, he, he has shown good passing instincts. I've liked his defense. I've liked the way he fights through ball screens. Uh, he had six points, eight boards himself, a couple of them on the offensive end. He does some great athletic stuff every once in a while. Yep. You're like, oh, this is – this is refreshing for this team yes. to finally have some athleticism like that. But yeah, the Eugene Omarui, Josh Green battle, that's going to be fun, right? It's Yeah, it's like, why not? You know, they both play with a lot of effort. And so whoever's playing with more effort, then yeah, get the, get the spot. But yeah, they both bring something that's so unique to this group. And so, yeah, whoever gets the minutes, I will not be mad about it either way. Because with Josh, like... I always, I always kind of call him like this energizer bunny. I've never, I don't see yeah. many guys that have energy like that. And so even though sometimes you're like, whoa, like just calm down a little bit. He, he's going to have an impact on the game and an ability to make the momentum changing plays that maybe swing the momentum back to your team. And he sure. gets a tough stop, whatever it is, a big dunk, whatever it is. So uh, I, I would encourage people to not just give up on Josh Green because I've seen a little bit of that tonight. 
Any other observations? Let's just throw random stuff that we saw okay. there. Frank Frank Nilakina, the first time we saw him in a, in a Mavericks uniform, uh, he had an incredible Euro step, which is oh. incredibly on brand for the French yes. Prince. <laughs> it was awesome. I it was it was like it happened in slow motion. I was just sitting here and I was like, man, we really got Frankie Smokes. I mean, it was just. <laughs> It was awesome. It was it was so awesome because it was just one moment, but it was like the end of the quarter. So everybody's like really into it. And it was just it was a good moment. So I'm looking forward (laughs) to more of those moments with him. Uh, That seems like something, like you said, very on brand for him. So I'm sure that will not even be close to the last time we see that from Frank. Yeah, he took a really huge charge too, right in the middle, yeah. <laughs> right in the middle of the lane, like not even near the circle, just out on the yeah. free throw line, essentially in transition. Uh, but yeah, be, I'm I'm hoping to get some more of, of Frank Nilakina and see more of him. Uh, he looks pretty good. He looked he looked decent, I guess, in his first <laughs> first minutes here. We got to see the starting unit together, and there's some chemistry there with, with that yeah. group. They've been together for a little while now. Uh, the continuity, I guess, if you want to make jokes about the, you know Mark Cuban saying the continuity, we need to keep our continuity together, but it's paying off, and it's showing that these guys know how to find each other. Luca finding Tim Hardaway for some threes. The Dwight Powell Luca connection on offense is great, right? Mm-hmm. It's nice Every, to have for like, sure. Dwight Powell's five shots that he made i feel like we're all like luca luca lobs basically yeah oh, don't forget the three didn't he knock was that tonight that was tonight right the three uh, isaac laughed at me when i said at uh, he, i was watching oh, fan jam five. and he took a corner three and i was like oh dwight's taking threes this year jason kidd wants dwight to take threes because jason kidd had that quote where he said everybody in the st- in this starting lineup is going to have different options and give you a different look and there's versatility to it and i was like oh that means he wants Dwight to take threes and he took one in fan jam. Isaac laughed at me and then he took this one and uh, yeah, he only took 21 last year. So I think he'll take one a game or something like that. Yeah. Why not? We'll see. I guess we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, we've been trying this with Dwight Powell since he got here. Yeah. That's the thing that's so tricky about it because I mean, so I was watching him tonight. I got here at about, what, like 5.30, and I was watching him out there, and he was only working yeah, like on two mid-range. two hours before the game. Yeah, I just I wanted to see as much as I could, but he was only shooting mid-range and threes, like just trying to get that rhythm, the reps. So, like, he's putting in the work. And, and he nails those threes in, in pregame and in does. practice, right? I've, it, yeah, I've sat I've and watched it. Dwight Powell make 20 threes in a row. Yeah, so it's like, like you got to think that at some point – there it will start to improve you know i think 40 percent like maxi level is a little that's a little uh little bit of a lofty goal yeah but just expecting him to shoot it with confidence and maybe he you know hits hits one i don't even know but like i i I'm, <laughs> i think i can I, I i'd like to think that i can get to the point where it's like when he shoots it i'm like okay you know i'm not like hands on my head frustrated <laughs> punching the air kind of thing you know but in my best aragorn voice <laughs> but it is not this day <laughs> it is not this day any other thoughts who else who else stood out to you tonight um i really like carly jones like i think I, he's he's I, fascinating I, to me and i well i'll be honest when i watched him i'm like man how what is his wingspan because sometimes i see him yeah. stretch his arms and i'm like that wingspan is insane and i i think i looked it up and saw that it was only like six five and so it's like the a, a plus five which is it's still something but um i just like how he plays like sometimes you expect rookies or, or to come in and just look frazzled and kind of chaotic but he doesn't play like there were a couple of mistakes that he made but for the most part he plays very controlled he's not afraid to kind of attack the the rim and go up against bigger defenders so I just I really like his style and so um I I I think he's going to be really intriguing with with the legends and I'll be fascinated to see what they do with his development and kind of where they look at look for him to expand his game 
the control is a great word for it. He has, he's very, he gives me Cameron Payne vibes. I almost, okay, so I almost said that, but I was like, I kind of think they look alike. So I don't want to say that. And then people be like, really, Lauren? They kind of do, though. They, right? I have thought the exact same thing. But his, I think his game just gives me a little of that. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, he'll I play for the legends. But Ja'Cory McLaughlin with that second two-way spot, he, he maybe should be, I texted that to Isaac in the middle of the game. Maybe he should be worried about that two-way spot because Carly Jones is coming for it. He had a really good game yep. in game one. This one, he had another pretty good outing. Um, yeah, he had four, he had six points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals, a block. He just does stuff out there, and it's yeah. controlled, like you said, and you love to see it. Yeah, he just kind of makes things happen. And I think Ja'Cory has uh, the ability to do that, too. I, I have a little bit more sh- uh, uh, faith in Ja'Cory as a shooter and just kind of overall offensive production but we're just not we haven't really seen that and so i'll be looking for him to kind of take control and if he is playing a significant or does have a significant role with the legends um and isn't really getting much of an opportunity with the uh like the mavs their group out there then i'm gonna look for him to really be that leader and kind of initiate the offense because right now we're seeing more from carlick when jacory like he has the skills he's just not doing it and so uh i'll be yeah i mean we'll see what he can do but yeah there are there are a lot of these guys that are they're competing for these spots and they're making good arguments so i just yeah it's 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 gonna be tough it's fun it seems like every every one of these guys i feel like that nico has brought in shows you something right like gives gives you something for on hunt we haven't even mentioned his name but he's he's had some incredibly athletic plays yep uh yeah we we talked about the other ones jalen brunson didn't play in this game uh, he was the emergency player. They're, they're sticking with this emergency player thing. It was not mentioned after the game, but yeah, I'm interested to see if yeah. that continues, but I guess they're going to just make an emergency player. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what to think about that either, but he was, uh, or, I mean, he looked like he was having fun. So yeah, I don't know. There you go. We will be back on Monday talking more about the Dallas Mavericks. Isaac and I will uh, break down, I don't know, some stuff. That's what we do every single day. Dallas Mavericks, Locked on Mavs. Lauren, thanks so much for joining us. You can follow her. Her Twitter is LGun with four N's at the end. That's right. (laughs) You can follow her on Twitter and all that stuff. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Peace out. Boom.